With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Agent Zero. Change the game. Put that respect on his name. Look, with the honor call for greatness, the chosen a few that carry the gift of genius. Who do what they do? Who possess finesse of less with desire is true. Welcome back to Gills Arena presented by Underdog Fantasy. World. World. Thursday, our last show of the week. I'm back with the living legend, Gilbert Arenas. What's happening? We got the national champion, Rashad McCants. Ah. We got the hood champion, Brandon Jennings. And Freedom. And you got to introduce yourself. I'm Josiah Johnson. Eee. Okay. I get the smoke. All the smoke. <laughs> Ooh, hot boxing. Hot boxing. So, Rashad, we see the. You come through with these elaborate matching fits, but you rocking the UNC today. Y'all know what it is. It's March Madness. What time go- they play today? <laughs> <laughs> They're going to win it all. <laughs> They're going to win it all. We're going to get into that in a little bit, but. We got to go back to this Jai situation. It seems like we talk about Jai every day. But news broke Wednesday that the NBA suspended Jai for eight games. They were crediting him with game serves, so he'll be back Monday against the Mavs. But shortly after that news broke, ESPN dropped an interview with Jai and Jalen Rose discussing some of his recent off-court issues. But they had that man looking like R. Kelly in the interview. Facts. It was, it was pretty wild. Speak. So <laughs> what did you think about Jai doing an interview with Jalen Rose and ESPN? You watched it? I ain't watch it. You watch it? I watched a clip. Okay, what was what, what, what do you think? It was weird. It was kind of like scripted almost. You know, that was you know, and just Jaws' whole demeanor was like, it wasn't mine. I don't know what happened. You know, I don't condone violence, and I don't listen to NBA young boy, and I just didn't believe it. It listen, it was dumb as fuck. <laughs> okay, it was just it was just it was stupid. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. I'm, I'm glad it was Jalen Rose, you know, because, you know, obviously he's going to, you know, we're going to talk about this first. I'm not going to hit you with a haymaker, you know, so I'm glad it was Jalen Rose. But at the end of the day, who gives a fuck, all right? Who, who cares? It's over. He's back playing Monday, trying to clean up, you know, the image. Let your game do it. Whatever you say personally on that show is not going to change no one's opinion. Right. We, like... Whose gun is it? Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? What, what gun? What gun? Did anybody find a gun? I ain't find no gun. I told you it was a Taiwan, Taiwanese filter. You know, that's what it was. It's <laughs> TikTok. Look, he could have said that, and we, it's, he's going to get the same response. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You, know, you know, some of those questions was, it was really just who cares, yeah. 
right? Who yeah. who cares? It's, what he did was not illegal, right? He got suspended. Same shit I got suspended for. Yep. Not no weapon. Detrimental to something. Right. I was detrimental to the team. He was detrimental to the league. I don't know what he did to the league, but they're going to find a way to try to make it make sense in the mm. public's eye. And that's all the suspension was. So do, did he jump in front of it? Did, is that what we, they tried to do? Like, let's jump in front of this. So this eight-game suspension kind of looks kind of like it's warranted. Is that what they, because it looked like when you jump in front of it like that fast, I didn't expect it to happen that fast. It was like, oh, y'all already did an interview? Yeah, well, I guess that news breaking about him going to the, the, the counseling rehab in Florida, he had already been there before the news broke. So it wasn't like news broke and he was there. Well, he had already done it, the whole counseling stuff in Florida. Then he Stop. went to New York to meet with Adam Silver. Checked in the Stop. rehab. He did he not go to no Florida to do no rehab on nothing, okay? <laughs> All right, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> that's what the news says, guys. Tootsies. Tootsies. He went to Tootsies. Yeah, I, that's, you take me to Florida. I'm going back. I'm going back. <laughs> going to Tootsies. Going back. <laughs> We're going to Tootsies. Uh, you, you're telling me a 23-year-old learned that goddamn fast? No, listen. <laughs> all, like... It was all PR. It was intensive. Yeah. Listen, I get it. Yeah. It's all PR. Yeah. So he but, can't learn that fast. But at the end of the day, he can learn that fast. Really. <laughs> that fast. But at the end of the day, like you, you're trying to force something on someone. You're trying to force that he went to some rehab to do some. No, no. Okay, his ass was in Memphis working on his game, getting ready, staying in shape. All right. Let's just let's just say the facts. And then you know the interview. Um, once once they announce. Yo, he gonna be back Monday. That's it. All these dudes don't hear to be right. fuck off. Right. Fuck, right. No. No. fuck off. That's you know, why I didn't I'm watch back. It. That's one reason why I didn't watch look, it. I didn't even. I'd have been gritty all through that motherfucker. <laughs> 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 like, I can't wait to get the John Gritty back, baby. I can't wait to get that John Gritty. That's all I care about. <laughs> I go front. You low key hitting that. You was in it. I got hit. I got hit. Okay, Gil. So in Jaws' defense, ESPN ran the interview. I don't think ESPN would have been able to book that interview. I think it was more Jalen reaching out the job, being able to secure the interview. And I think the league probably has something to do with it in terms of the PR standpoint. Because like you said, Gil, they weren't just – a lot of people watching like, damn, uh, Jalen Rose sound like the feds there. Like, mm-hmm. nah, here's the questions, John. Like, here's what you need to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it was like, oh, I'm just going to ask you these questions off the dome. Like, there was some preparation involved. I, I mean, a PR move. We, we, we know. As soon as he said, I don't, I don't listen to young boy. Who, my 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 ten year old listen to Young Boy. Well, I said, my right? son listen, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I listen. I'm not gonna say. I listen. All of us, when we play, that, and this is this goes out for you know, uh, Caucasian is that we're gonna call it Caucasian America. Yeah. All right, listen. <laughs> we can. You guys have certain type of music you listen to before games. You know, some guys listen to rock. You know, metal. We listen to hip hop. And it's the worst hip hop. Like yeah. when I played, I listened to nothing but DMX and Tupac. Mm-hmm. Hit him up. Can't see me because you couldn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, ambitions of a rider. 100%. Right? We listen to that type of music to get us amped up. So yeah. this generation, they're going to listen to NBA yeah. Young Boy, Keith Keith. That's what you're going to yep. listen to. Like when you hear it in the arena, they play it in the arena. Yep, yep. <laughs> Yeah. You know, so, you know, like trying to make him sound like, oh, I don't look like, no, job. We, listen, do yeah. you, man. Yeah, be you. Yeah, be you. We got him on video saying, there's a party in my city, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. 20 different times you listen to NBA Young like Boy. Future, right? come yeah, on, future, that's what yeah. you listen. You, yeah. You're trying to get hyped for a game. Like, 
Nobody's sitting there listening to Cisco and shit and <laughs> trying no, to get thrown no, no, the fuck no, 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 no. <laughs> I got a guard, Kyrie Irving. I'm not listening to no Cisco. You crazy? This is maybe a young boy, man. man that's hilarious. So we'll keep it moving. Gil, after Josh's suspension was announced, somebody tweeted, Gilbert Arenas is an amazing lawyer, turned 50 games into eight. Mm. What did you think when you saw that tweet? Facts. Mm. No cap. No cap. No cap. And I don't even want no check for that, man. Mm. He don't got to. No, because I knew. The retainer a little. No, because when they were throwing out that 50 games, I knew what they were going to try to do, and I had to make it public. Public, I didn't get suspended for no no weapons. I got suspended for detrimental. So the only time, the the only thing you can use against him is detrimental, but you can't use it for mental anymore. Mm. Because the NBA doesn't stop that. I mean, the Players Association stopped that. That's why they couldn't do Ben Simmons like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when they were trying to force him back and they suspended him, talking about, oh, yeah, you got a cell phone in your pocket when it was a water bottle. Oh, oh. he's mentally not fit. Suspended him. And then when they unsuspended him, he pulled it on them. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's one of those moves. So the only thing they can do is just say, all right, time served. Because at the end of the day, it was really, you don't have nothing on them. And you didn't communicate with Jai, though, but I'm sure his PR team... Watches the show. Who doesn't watch Gil's Arena? But wait, I mean, he definitely needs to be under retainer. Yeah. Johnny Glockton. Glockton. You get in some trouble, <laughs> I'm going to hand a DM Gil. Let me get some advice. That's, that's what, what I would I do, do about yeah. in the league. Like, yo, Gil, how should I move? Oh, no, no, no. no I got a little. During, during the. You need to go to rookie tra- transition. For that's real. You need. Like, the, the NBA, like, with this jaw situation, I think. The, the rookie transition needs players like us, mm-hmm. like players that's been through something, um, not not just the, you know, players that had a great career and, you know, just want to be around and say the right things. It's like, no, bring some real guys in there. Yeah. Like a guy like you, Matt Barnes, Stephen Jackson. Zebo, Like, like Zebo, like mm-hmm. guys like like that would be great for the rookies because it's like these are real situations you're going to have to deal with. Yep. So bringing in, you know, I like Tim McCormick, but it's like, you know, like certain, it's like, Shane like, Batty, like, 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 like you know what I'm saying? It's like, like, listen, it's, it's like bro, you know? yeah, it's like watch, no, watch out. JJ Riddick. <laughs> yeah, you know like I'm unless you like a like 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 someone that like is in LeBron's situation, then you have someone that's you know knows how to move. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. M, Kobe, LeBron, but they're not gonna come back like that. Nah. Um, but I don't like, even though like a Shane Battier moved like a LeBron, I don't want to hear Shane Battier. Yeah, I'm not listening. Yeah, I'm not, as a rookie, I'm not, nah. Like, bring me some, <laughs> yeah. somebody I can feel that's really been through something. That was getting some, that was getting some ass. Like, we were moving around, <laughs> getting some ass. Shane wasn't moving around, around yeah, getting some ass. Like, that's what it is. We just got there getting it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they was in the room and shit. We was moving around. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't think the NBA will ever officially allow you to pull up. Now my decision would be there. So you should be like a king, like a king do his post camp. You should do your own Gills rookie transition. But now, you, but now you understand why I was I was acting like a clown at my rookie transition because it it was all silly to me. Yeah, all of yeah. it looked silly, right? And that's when I, that's why I was doing what I was doing. It's all looked silly. Yeah. So we got to blame the league a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I said yeah. you up. Think, think. Here we go. Think about this. When I said I wanted to be a pimp, right? So you know how they ask you questions. So they asked the Collin twins, Stanford, Harvard Westlake, right? Hey, you know, speaking, talking, yeah, this is what I want to do. And I made sure, hey, hey, ask me that question. So I already put the word down the pipeline, you know, so they, hey, ask him, ask him. That's how it got to the silly nigga in the back. (laughs) 
Right, that's how it got. See, no one realizes, wait, wait, out of all the people in here, you, you get him? Yep. And that's what it was. So that's when Collins came around. <laughs> I want to be a pimp. Pimp. And then dude got, he all oh, he got heated, right? He, he got heated. So you want to, you know, do the, do the, oh, matter of fact, you know what? I want to be international, so I doubled down on them, mm -hmm. right? And after that, you can rent all you want. I already won. Oh, yeah. man. I already won. There's, there's nothing you can do at this point anymore. I done already <laughs> made this whole thing look silly. For sure. Do y'all remember any good advice that y'all got from that rookie symposium? I definitely mm -hmm. do. Uh, Dante Jones came and spoke. Dante and Q Rich spoke at ours. Oh, y'all had young ones? Yeah, Dante Jones and Q. So Dante gave us some advice as far as, like, playing. Like, you could kill in practice. I think he was in Memphis at the time. Mm -hmm. He's like, you can kill all day. You ain't never going to play if that man making 15, 15 mil a year. But then there's Q talking about the chicks. He's like, hey, man, be careful. Strap up. There's a chick named Mona in Toronto. She got a whole slew of them. She going to send her. Mona. She, Mona. I heard you remember Mona? You remember Mona? Yeah, I know Mona. Chris Bosch used to warn us, like, hey, yeah. y'all come up here. Yeah, yeah. And you get something, like, protect your jewelry, put it in a little safe, because you're going to get drunk, and they're going to go in that little yeah, safe. still doing the thing. Yeah. Lifetime Achievement Award. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was in the little circles, you know what I'm saying? I knew where to, where to go and what to do. Allegedly. Yeah, I, my, Toronto, <laughs> my, my Toronto experience got sh cut short my rookie season. I can't say who the player was, but uh, <laughs> he was waiting for the schedule to come out because he had a bad experience at a strip club uh, in Toronto. Yeah, he had got a special attention by a, by a man that he thought it was a woman. Oh my right. So you gotta check the Adam's apple. <laughs> so check the Adam's hey, apple. So Tommy. all he was talking about was he can't wait to get to Toronto. So I'm like, hey, what's, what's up with Toronto? Yeah, yeah. And then when the story came out, I was like, ooh, okay, I don't want to be in Toronto. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I was in it. I was like, so you gonna yeah. go back? They was like, yeah, he gonna go back for seconds. <laughs> he probably still. He up going there. back for seconds. He's still up there. He gonna move to Toronto. He up there now. He going back for seconds. So you talking about life on the road that brings you back to? Our next point with this Grizzlies team, according to The Athletic, the Grizzlies have decided to leave road cities like Miami where they had a game recently immediately after the game instead of staying overnight. See, it's, just, it's becoming corny now. It's corny. It's just it's becoming corny. The NBA experience is all about staying after. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole point. Like, if you're not hooping, nah, like, as I say, Gil the star, I'm coming off the bench. I don't really get my 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward. To after the game, because I've been scouting in the, in the stands. I'm like, okay. Yeah, go get her. Get her. Yeah, we're going to party after this. But then if we leaving immediately, it's like just your whole, the camaraderie of the NBA is about enjoying after the fact that you get the hoop, you get to enjoy the city, you go to the restaurants, you know what I'm saying, meet the fans. That's a part of it. But when you when you start to. when you win, too. Yeah, when you win. So, so you're going to win? So yeah, let's go in their city. Let's, you know, drink. Get they girls everything, and then we out. Yeah. We, we, uh, <clears throat> hold on. <laughs> I mean, see, this is why I say common sense ain't that common. So if we play a game, and we're not going to stay, and we're going to fly to the next city, what do you think we're going to do when we land? To the next city. Don't stall me. What do you think we're going to do when we land? Straight to the club. Don't Let's, stall me. Same thing. If we get there late, parking lot pimp. Quick turnaround. You know what I mean? It's Straight the same the thing. Yeah. We you just cutting out the dinner portion. Yeah. You know, after the game, I just can't go to dinner. We we go to the club around one, two o'clock. What time you think you're getting in the next city? One, two o'clock. 
those players put their bags up, V-line straight to whatever club or strip club. That it's the same thing, but just in the city you're going to. So if they would have played Denver <laughs> and went to L.A., they would have been at a club in L.A. 100%. But what if they, they got to go to Oklahoma City or Salt Lake City? They got a club, right? Straight to the room? Are you going to the club in Salt Lake? They went to Denver. It's the difference. Well, I already know. Oklahoma City, Denver, Memphis, Minnesota. Hey, listen, if the boys want to be out, the boys are going to go out. There's so, nothing you can do. So what's the best city to play in on the road? Wait, the play-in, we're talking fans, we're I'm talking... Post-game activities. Miami, by far. Easy? It's a different planet. It's a different planet, boy. And listen, when you land in Miami, ain't no go to the, put your bags in the room or none of that. As soon as you get off the bus, <laughs> you tell the bellman, hey, take it wherever the room at, <laughs> take room it. At. Leave the bags right there, I'll be back later. You can leave them right here, but... The, the, the limo's ready. Played. The limo ready for uh, us. So when y'all played, it was Miami. So when I, when I got in the league, that's when Drake and them started. That's when oh, Drake, yeah, that, that, yeah, that's when Drake and the weekend and everybody. So to me, it was Toronto for me. Mm. Because, you know, that's when Drake was around, like just coming up and the weekend and everything. So they had the city. Like Mona, they had it all really popping, popping, like Carabanas. <laughs> like no, when, I, when I first but, came in, to, they, Toronto was the city because yeah. of Vince. Yes. Okay. And Vince had like that weekend there, and it's like it, I heard it was okay. bananas over there. Okay. Yeah. Um, but Vince brought bottle service to Toronto. That's I watched the doc, and that's what they said. Oh, y'all yeah. talking about this Vince? Yeah. Yeah. We had <laughs> but it, but exclusive it was, access. But it was like oh, okay. Miami, uh, Atlanta, Miami, Atlanta. People like going out of New York. Yeah, New York. I was New York yeah, was fire. Yeah, not, yeah, I wasn't really. I was yeah, I didn't like, it was I didn't, a dinner in New York. Like I, me, I didn't go. My eight years, I did not go out in oh. New York until I retired. I had yeah. to have surgery there, and then I had to eat, and then that's what. But during the NBA, what? You look out the window, two in the morning, people walking next to people, rats running around. I'm good. <laughs> How was Seattle? I'm good. Huh? Seattle was, was Seattle? lit. Vaguely remember. You didn't go to the, you ain't go out of Seattle. Was I heard lit. Seattle was lit. I didn't, I, I didn't really go out. I, one, when I first, I couldn't afford it, right? And I was too young, so I wasn't really going out. When I got to Washington and I started partying, Mm -hmm. I ended up getting hurt. I mean, I got hurt, and then I started partying. And then once I got a taste of fame, it was a rap. It was a rap. I got one. I, the fame was better than the So you party. ain't had no OG, no vets that was like, roll with me, young fella, early on? Because KG used to, you know, like he didn't party in the city, in Minnesota. Never went out. When we went on the road, mm -hmm. Miami, New York, Atlanta, it was lit. Yeah, it I was have lit. No vest like it that. was lit. I, I didn't have no vest like that. I was, most of, most I was of, trying to. Find most it. of the vests was, you know, you know, they married. Like you know, Twan. We'll go to dinner or something. Uh, when we was in Washington, Twan, Jameson. Jameson, yeah, yeah. I like, would we'll do, we'll do, we'll do dinner. Like I'm like, I'm good. This shit boring. <laughs> like I'd rather eat room service, bro. Yeah, that marriage, that marriage thing didn't mean a whole lot for a whole lot of niggas. You know what I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> the league, it didn't mean a whole lot. We out, we out. You know allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. We got to protect the innocent. No stress. All right, so now it's time to go zero to 100 real quick. Okay. I don't even know why I always look here when I can't even read it. Like, I just be looking just to look. You know what I mean? Just I just like cryptic. <laughs> it's that, but we, we got the underdog sticker on the laptop. We know Apple was getting way too much free promo without sending no equipment over. So shout out to Underdog. Make sure you sign up. Use code Gills Arena. No match your deposit up to $100. I don't know how you represent all this shit. Plug. <laughs> you know how I remember? Because when that direct deposit hits, I'm like, oh, if I keep saying this shit, it keep coming. <laughs> so we talked early in the week about how Steph has that dog in him. 
and he showed it last night with a 50-piece against the Clippers. Mm. It's his seventh time dropping 50 after age 30, which ties Wilford to NBA record. Only problem is it wasn't enough to get the win. The Warriors lost their ninth straight road game. They're now 7-28 on the road this season. They got their last road win at the end of January against the Thunder. But they're still six in the West right now, and they're like a game and a half behind the Suns for fourth place. So what are the chances, 0-100, to the Warriors can win a playoff series without home court advantage? I mean, I mean they've done it. You know, it's, with a group like that, you know, especially the main group, you know, um, they've been there, they've done that. Um, you know, it all depends on who they're going against. You know, they're, they're, they're going to be the rock star team that comes in. So um, four-time champ. So, you know, that, that does mean something in playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, regular season. You know, regular season and playoffs is, is two different games. So, you know, when they, when they come into that building, you know, and they get to shooting and, you know, um, as a home team, you get nervous. Yeah. <laughs> you get nervous in the playoffs. Yeah. You know, Steph get to doing what Steph do. Clay coming down with that straight, that straight killer look on him, and you know it's. And the playoffs ended today. Warriors beat a road team against the Grizzlies. So, Brandon, you think they can I mean, win that series? Yeah, I do. I mean, they're still the champions, um, but they're gonna need. You know, they're gonna need Andrew Wiggins. They're gonna need GP two. Uh, you know, they're gonna need their defenders. Um, I think that's where they're struggling right now, the defense, mm-hmm. defensive end of their team. You know, Poole, like, I would like to see Poole be a little bit more aggressive on the defensive end, a little bit more, have, um, you know, because right now they're, they're kind of, you know, they're down players. So I think they need to get their defense together, though. If they if they going against the Grizzlies in that matchup specifically, I'm not rolling with the Warriors just because of the animosity between the two, Ja being the – the X factor. And if Ja coming in hot, we really depending on the Warriors making shots or not. They live or die on making shots, right? Clay didn't make shots last night. They lose on the road. <clears throat> I feel like Jordan Poole should be inserted in over Clay just because he brings more offensive firepower to the team. Clay's always going to hit shots. But if he's not hitting shots, they lose a whole dynamic of their offense, which showed last night because he wasn't hitting. And so going against Memphis with Dylan Brooks and Draymond, if Steven Adams comes back, he's healthy. Um, they starting to get a little momentum. So I'm really not trusting the Warriors against them, but anybody else, they'll win a home game. So this ain't 2022 no more. Basically what you mm. yeah. mm-hmm. Grizzlies are going to have to prove that. Yeah, that's, that's what I feel. Like they're going to have to prove it. I mean, it's, you know, um, that crowd in, 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 uh, in Memphis is, is, is really right. good, but – you know, you still got to be able to, you know, You still got to be the four times. You got you to be able to win four games. For yeah. sure. That's the biggest thing. You got to win four and games. And you got to play in, 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 in uh, Golden Stanford. State. And go to well, State. Well, I mean, that's the only thing I'm shaky about. It's like it's not Oakland. Right. Yeah. It's Ooh. San Fran. Man. So tell yeah. me the difference, though. I keep hearing that. Because I do. I, I played in Oakland, so I know that arena. And I know that six it's like, men. Okay, it's like playing. It's like, it's like, um. New York playing in New York versus playing in Miami, which that's technically a home crowd for them too. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's one is more they're polite. Yeah. And one is rude. So 
San Fran is polite, you know, you know, it's hey, wine and cheese. Hey. Wine yeah. bro. It's a tech yeah. bros and E40. Yeah, and, yeah. but that's the, but you got E40 going there. Oakland is it's all E40. All E40. <laughs> <laughs> Young E40s, not the yeah. old, not the the, the, the yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's the high feet yeah. mm. and, and then it just feels like in Oakland, too. Oakland is like it's on top of top you. you. Like it's, it's on, on top of you. Like the the new arena is like more spread out. Like in Oakland, it was like on top. You could feel the fans. That's how like with the Kings, like yeah. if the Kings was still at the Arco, I, I think they like, like the way they're playing, it would be hard to go win a playoff game in there. They loud. Cause it's right, yeah. they're right there. Like, like so that, you know, it's like, you know, like um, you never played in like Oregon, right? No. Oregon, like uh, who else? Kentucky. Mac Court back in the I don't day. Know, I don't know how their arena is, but like with the Ducks, you know, it's because it's high. So all sound goes down. Yeah. That's kind of Kentucky. They got that. Their whole side of the, the arena is like goes up oh. and it Yeah, you sound. can yeah, that sound oh, just trippy. Yeah. You're like, ooh. Yeah, it's right, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just like, <laughs> no, that move. Man, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I felt that shit. So let's talk about Andrew Wiggins a little bit. And, and first and foremost, just for everybody out there, there was a report that broke on the internet today. Uh, that was super grimy. Nobody was able to corroborate it that, that basically we're not gonna get into. But just say, beware of the bullshit that you see on the internet. Make sure you always fact check, confirm things before you run wild with a story because you end up causing situations that are unnecessary. Now, you know, you gentlemen are plugged in, tapped in. We know what the real reason why Andrew Wiggins is not playing. It's a privacy issue. We're not going to tell y'all we ain't snitches. But it's some real shit as one of the teammates has described. So, you know, we've sent our prayers out to Andrew and his fam. For sure. But what does he mean to this Warriors team? And how much of the Warriors miss Wiggins out there on the court? You know, you have a you have a a smaller KD type, right? You know, um, but he don't need to be at that KD level, you know, for 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 Golden State to win. You know, he's going to battle on both sides of the floor, and one thing he's going to give you, he's going to give you a guaranteed seventeen to twenty-one. Yeah, yeah. guarantee. Yeah. You can just ink yeah. it in. Like yeah. he is very consistent at what he does, and just that that extra consistent player. You don't have to worry about. Wiggins going, you know, two for 15, you know, he's going 17 to 21. Uh-huh. You, can, you can just yeah. write it in. And, and I think that's what they're missing. You know, it's, it's one of those things when you look at him now, you didn't appreciate him. You know, we, just fans, period. Yeah. We don't appreciate mm-hmm. the, the consistency that he does. And when he's not there, you're like, damn, we, damn, we, we, do, need, we, we do need him. Yeah. And that takes a lot of pressure off uh, Clay too, when Clay's having bad. Like, like you said, he wasn't shooting it well. But Wiggins coming there, get that 17-21. Mm-hmm. But that's what's missing. So now it's putting the pressure on other guys that's not really used to stepping up like that. Mm-hmm. And it's showing. So it's like, you know. But I hope everything is all right with him and he comes back. Though. But you got to analyze a lot of the game when you talk about breaking down one player mm-hmm. and how important he is to the team. Andrew Wiggins is going to give you the 17-21, to 21, but he's going to give you seven, eight rebounds. Mm-hmm. He's going to mm-hmm. give you five, six assists. He's going to defend. He's going to run the floor. He's going to do the little things that they need so desperately right mm-hmm. now that mm-hmm. gives them the spark that the other players just can't do. And he's athletic, mm-hmm. right? He doesn't show the emotion, which fits into their culture because they're not a very emotional team. But he understands what he brings to the table. I think he's a better Chris Middleton. He can, he can offer a lot more than what Chris does, but he can also get lost in the sauce, right? He can take the back seat a little too much. And that's what scares me about him, although we appraise him for what they need. Now there are, there, there are still lapses that he has that in times of need, he disappears. 
Like, better than Chris Middleton? I think so. I was so. going to say uh, the same thing. I, I think so. I think, just, I'm talking about as far as the defense, as far as rebounding. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Wiggins is 6'8", right? 6'8", 6'9". They're both about the same, right? Yeah. Six, they're about both the same Middleton's like 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, I think they're both around 6'7", but I'm, I'm a couple. It, it, it's, it's, an, it's an argument that anyone can make because Wiggins, he doesn't have to try to score, right? So, you know, he's the fourth option, third, fourth, between him and Poole, who's going to be three and four. Yeah. Middleton is the second option. Number two. You know, and then he's the first option in the last five minutes. Yep. You know, so they're both in two different yeah. um, time frames. If you if you flip them, you know that's a but that, we've that's seen, an argument. We've seen Wiggins as the number two in Minnesota, and how that went. And Zach was number three, and he still deferred a lot more to Cat and Levine, but he could handle the number two. So him being number three now, I'm looking at him like you're not better than Chris at this point, but you can be if you were the guy that had to be the number two for the Warriors. And so we talk about this Warriors squad. We got to make sure your buck. He's going to make sure his buck. Don't know about that, man. I don't agree with that. We talk about the Warriors being down. Obviously, Mr. Wiggins news broke that uh, Iggy got a fractured left wrist. It's going to require surgery. Hasn't been playing a lot this year. Only played eight games. He's averaging basically two, two and two in very limited playing time. But just an overall scope of what this Warriors team, that the dynamic, what does he mean to, to this squad? Just a veteran leader. Yeah. Um, he's that, that veteran leader um, that every team needs. You know, it's, it's when you say put your ego aside, um, you know, when he was in Philly, um, he was the number one option. And then when the number one option came, he said, hey, I'll be number two, right? And then, you know, with the Warriors, he's a starter get to the championship, you know, round and, you know, our Harrison Barnes comes in, I'll come off the bench, no problem. Like he's done, when you, when you say, you know, sacrificing for the team, he's the prime example of a player who can take his ego and say, yep. this is the betterment of the team. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, it, it, he's one of those guys that, you know, that we all, you know, you know, just, you know, players growing up, they should look at him like, you know, it's, he, he was a franchise guy to, to say, hey, you are the guy. And he's mm-hmm. seen someone who was better fit. Hey, I can be, I can be Pippen. Yep. Yeah. You know, you know, Jordan come, or Jordan, or, you know, Michael Jordan come, hey, I can yeah. be Pippen and do all these things. And he's one of those guys that was always great at, and he's like the Jimmy Butler style. Yes. Right? If you want him, if he has to take over a game, he has the capability. But for the most part, he's, you know, he's willing to be the second, second option. So is that, so... Is that the approach that Paul George should have took? But I'm saying instead of saying it like how PG said it, like should he just did it like Andre? Like Andre ain't say it, it's just, you know, you, you know like, like the work spoke, like spoke for itself. Yeah. Yeah, but they it's, it sounds like they both remind me of one, two options. Right, they're, they're, it's like both of them. It's like, but it's it's perfect. Both of them can decide who's going to be number one. Who's there shouldn't be you're one, I'm two because yeah, that's not how you two guys play. You guys are hybrids, both of them. Yeah, you guys both are franchise guys. guys. So you guys can sit here and you know, we're talking about a younger Iggy, right? Obviously not younger, not, younger yeah, Iggy. So you know, sure. look. So right now he's just you know he's just a great steady vet. If you call on him, you know he'll go out there and play. If not, you know it's 
-hmm. And when y'all were coming up, who were those veteran presidences in in y'all careers? Hold on, let me let me let me let me comment on Dre because I got to give him his flowers, man. Um, I I see Dre as a highly intelligent player to be able to Arizona take himself bear down (laughs) (laughs) into the six man role in you know his book, the six man. Like he explains like what it takes to put yourself in in the situation of taking the back seat, you know, realizing where you are most important to a team. And throughout his career, he's shown that. He's shown his importance to every team that he's played on. And think about a guy that's been labeled a franchise player to go to a six man, then win an MV, uh, finals MVP, and then win a couple more championships with a team where you don't have to take the credit. Mm-hmm. Your imprint is on the team because you're intelligent. And he's shown that since, since school. Mm-hmm. Like, he's been the guy that can play defense, pass the ball, defer, right, take the credit. And I love everything about Dre. Like, uh, from, from when we was playing AAU, Illinois Warriors, like, he's been a guy that's been fierce, competitive, um, his integrity for the game, mm-hmm. everything about him has always been top-notch. And uh, I hope he gets better, man. Yo, I just seen Dre too uh, the other night, right? So um, I'm at dinner and Dre was like, he comes up to me, he goes, hey, what's up, BJ? I heard everybody's with a, uh, uh, every active player that got a podcast is trash, huh? <laughs> I like, like, was like, and I'm like, and I'm like, I'm like, no, nah, not you. Like, no, nah, you. Nah, like, nah, not you. I'm just saying, everybody shouldn't be getting comfortable. Everybody like, else. Like, you know, everybody else, he was like, everybody with a podcast trash, huh? I'm like, no, nah, not you. Not you, my G. But nah, it was so you're going to go get the book? Go get it. Uh, yeah, I thought you was going. I thought you was about to go take a deep yeah. break. Let's go, Let's baby. Let's go. Yes, sir. Make sure you purchase our Greg Wadala's book, The Six Man, available in stores nationwide. Big plug. Big plug. <laughs> we plug on this show. We need to get Iggy on the show, man. Yeah, man. But who are the veteran, veteran presidents for y'all? I want Iggy Wadala. <laughs> but who are the veteran presidents for y'all, guys like Iggy, when you were coming up? Mm. You didn't have one. What? Who? Mm. <laughs> Did you see my? I got drafted to the Golden State Warriors. Chris Mills? Hell no. <laughs> no, I mean no. <laughs> Damn. Let me think about Chris it. Chris gonna knock on the no, door. No, uh, Donna Foyle. <laughs> okay. Uh, but first of all, I was hard headed anyway, so I wasn't listening to nobody. Um, so what? Comparable to a young job, if you will. Worse. <laughs> he said it. Worse when I say, like, if if I had 40 million with my attitude. <laughs> what? I would still be under a prison. <laughs> I would still be under the prison. Just saying. Damn. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even going to lie. No, I think for me, um, man, I had some good bets, man. I had Kurt Thomas, uh, Jerry Stackhouse, Luke Rittenauer. Yeah. Um, Luke was supposed to start. Um, you know, that year, uh, Skiles was going to go with him. But, you know, him just, you know, you know, I went in there, I started, and him just being a good vet, helping me that whole year, that's why we were able to be so successful, too. Um, Michael Red was also there with me. So I had some good vets, yeah. man, that that was really talking to me, just telling me about, you know, just different things about the Larry Hughes. Larry okay. Hughes. See, I knew He's quiet. Yeah, that Larry Hughes is why, like, he, because he had to put up with me. <laughs> yeah. He had to put up with me, so. I'm, I'm going to go uh, two guys, obvious KG. You know, we was um, good friends for the two years that he was there when I was there. But Ricky Davis, um, Rick, Tricky Ricky, Tricky Tricky, <laughs> um, he was a, a, a guy who showed me the ropes as far as how to maneuver off the court. You know what I'm saying? How to, you know, 
touchdown, order stuff, dress, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, be appropriate, but also be yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't lose who you are. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. And Ticket, of course, showed the luxury side. You know, walking to the private plane, he's like, yo, youngin, take this in. We walk into the private plane. This is what it's about. Mm-hmm. This is what it's about. When you show up to a hotel, don't, don't accept the room they give you. Go to the desk and you get the room you want. Mm. You got money. Mm-hmm. Use your money to, 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 to be lavish. This is something, Hell no. this is something that you can't, you can't duplicate this lifestyle after it's gone, right? And I understand that now. Like the years that I had in the league, I took advantage of living a certain way that I could remember. Like, hey, I know what it's supposed to be like. What kind of rooms were they giving you? It was exec- oh, well, they give you the regular room. But Ticket was in the executive suite with the whole panoramic. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, like, yo, why he get this room and we get the one I bed little with I the put window. that on a contract. That you had to have that. Yeah. Everywhere that was say. part of my contract. Yes. Presidential. Yes. Okay. That's fire. Yes. All right. <laughs> I don't doubt it. Why are you looking at me like that? I don't doubt it. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's keep moving. <laughs> we, I got to keep the show on track because as y'all know at home, we might talk about topics for about 45 minutes. It'll be elaborate, beautiful discussion. But then we got all these other great topics to get into. Sometimes we don't get to them. Let's do it. So let's talk about these Nuggets, man. Nuggets have been, what, first in the West since... December, currently on a four-game losing skid, their longest losing streak of the season. So Mike Malone was very critical of his squad after they got smacked by the Raptors Tuesday night. Let's take a listen. And uh, you can't be in chill mode with 13 games to go in the season. We got to try to find a way to get our swagger back and get back to playing Denver Nugget basketball. And maybe we've gotten a little soft for success. Now, we, we've been on cruise control for so long, number one in the West, since like December 15th. And... Uh, again, I just told our players, that's, we've gotten away from who we are. Mm. So we're going to talk about the Nuggets, but first we've got to talk about the guy with the Nuggets, him, if you will, uh, Nikola Jokic. Two straight MVPs. Now, earlier this season, Joker basically alluded to the fact that he didn't really give a shit about winning his third straight MVP. You know, Larry Bird, the last guy to do it. He said, go ahead, let, let Larry have it. So I want to ask y'all, what are the chances, 0-100, to 100, that Joker cares about winning this third MVP? Uh, one hundred. Okay. One hundred. Hundred. So you think you think it was it was capped when he said? No, no, it was probably capped back then. But the fact that it's here now, thirteen games to go, and he's averaging a triple double, and he's the front runner. Uh, come on, it's history. But you yeah. got. I think you blame the skid on him. Everything that's happening is because he's getting the attention that he's getting, and it's deferring from the team. Sometimes in a team dynamic, you got to look at the guys around and why they're not playing up to pars because all the attention's on this one guy and his performance. So if Joker's not getting a triple double out there, it's like, oh, we're going to lose because Joker don't going to get his numbers. But Joker, he's been balling. Yeah, he's been balling. He's no, been balling during his four game losing streak. So you look at the performances he's been putting up, it's really centered around him and not the Denver Nuggets. So as a team, the team morale is like, eh. If Joker don't put his numbers up, we're not going to win. So MP, uh, Michael Porter, Murray, these guys aren't mature enough to step up and get rid of the noise on the outside and say, man, we're a team. Let's, let's not worry about how many MVPs Joker going to win. Let's take ourselves past the playoff little roadblock that we keep running into. Let's get past that, and then we'll address all this other shit. I think they stuck in that road. Like, they just stuck – behind Joker's 
whole three MVP and all that shit. Well, they better figure it out because they go because they gonna get shipped yeah. for him. But also, I don't think they should have traded Bones Island. I agree. Like, that was, like Bones Island was a good pickup for them. Like I don't know why they. He was young. He still had a lot going. Like I think that's that's a that's gonna be key too. What do you think about Reggie being there? You think Reggie fit? It's okay. But it's not like Bones just had some type of he's just different energy, like street energy, like you know, you know, young, smiling, like a lot, like he was, like you could tell he was happy to be there. Absolutely. Now I got to talk to Bones a few times, and I will say this: it seems like for me, and I ain't gonna speak for Bones, but he was looking at Jamal Murray like y'all could cook this dude, kind of what you talked about before in that rookie symposium. Oh, yeah. It's like no matter how yeah, good you Bones, do in yeah. practice, mm -hmm. you got a guy over you who's making the big bread. And I agree too. So I know there was some tension there. I think him and Mike Malone got into it. They yeah. made him fly commercial at one point. Like, wow. he didn't even get to fly with the team. Like, yo. Wow. Wait, I never heard that. Yeah, yeah. They made him, they made him fly a commercial flight earlier in the season. So yeah, you can see that these things were coming, but it's wild to me to see him go to the Clippers now and yeah. basically just be, and, and I'm not even playing. It's yeah, like chilling on the it's bench. Like, yo, this kid can go. Like, this kid can really go. I just think they've been they've been number one for so long. They just like, eh. Mm. I mean, there's still four, they've lost four in a row. Yeah. And they're still four or five games in first place. Damn. You know? <laughs> and then Grizzlies are second. So Yeah, they're four and a half games. The so, Kings and the Grizzlies are both four and a half certain games. Certain teams are just certain teams. Though. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it's not like they're worried about ever dropping a second. It's, right. You know, right. man, we'll just, we'll just ease. We'll just ease going. But man. for a team like that who's obviously not got to the finals, you know, got to a Western Conference but got smacked, like is that a, the right mentality to have at this point in the season? Don't go to state it. Mm. I think they get smoked first round. I don't know. It depends. <laughs> you know, it all depends on who you play. But don't, what I'm saying, don't go to state it, is don't chase this record of trying to be dominant and, and then drop that egg yeah. you know, when it really yeah. counts. So, yeah. you know, them not going as hard or them not, you know, finishing off and they, they have this lead. I'm not really too concerned. So I know what you're saying, but the way this West is sh shaking out this season, they got 46 wins right now, 13 games to go. They're not cracking 60 wins. You know what I mean? It, it's not like they're going for records or anything. They're going to have a you know mid-50 mid win season. But, I mean, what I'm saying, even, yeah. even the people that's, that's trailing behind them, it's like, eh, it's, it's two young teams. It's not yeah. even, yeah. Eh, it's two babies. Yeah. They're little babies. So let's, get <laughs> so let's talk about Joker a little bit more. So, you know, if you've been on Twitter, you've been on the Internet, you've seen the anti-Joker propaganda out there with clips of some of his bad defensive performances. We're showing some of them right now. But as, as Nuggets fans, we'll passionately d defend Joker and say the analytics don't support that narrative that's, that he's a bad defender. So when you watch this stuff, and these are just clips, these are highlights. I could cut together highlights and make a player look like the greatest player of all time or the worst player of all time, depending on the clips that I use. But how good of a defender is Joker? I don't think he's a good defender at all. I think he's lazy on defense. There's a lot of players that exert more energy on offense than they do on defense just because it's needed. But then there's the, the sense of urgency, right? You could tell the sense of urgency of a player when they, they're needed on the defensive end, like you're the anchor, you're the big guy, you're the biggest guy on the floor, and all you gotta do is be big, and you're not, and you're just kinda lazy with it, cause you gotta preserve your energy. I get it. But these clips that we see, these are, like if you're a coach, if you've ever been trashed in film sessions, 
But the coach was like, rewind that. <laughs> rewind that again. Yeah, that gets you, hey, that gets you hot. The eye right. in the sky don't lie. Rewind it again. Rewind that it again. We see it. Hey, coach, yeah, why you yeah. keep rewinding it? I've seen it the first full time. Why you keep rewinding it? Go stop rewinding it. It's like, yeah, look, we can't allow this. Come on. Like, it's accountability at some point. But players can't. Well, I'm not going to say can't. Players don't want to hold other players accountable because then that creates a riff. Some coaches don't want to do the same thing because they don't want to put that that player in a bad mood. So it's now we're in a sensitive culture where you can't really tell Joker, yeah. you're not playing no defense, bro. Hey, what record are they? The first in the West. Okay. No defense. Like you can nitpick at everyone's defense. Like Embiid looks lazy to me sometimes yes. on defense. Mm -hmm. yes. But he says he wants to be the defensive player, you know, of the year. But he don't look like he ever plays defense. Right. Uh, Every, the only, you gonna no. say what? I can't no NBA slander. I'm sorry. On the Lord's Thursday. I'm sorry, but I'm just saying. <laughs> he don't look like he ever plays defense. He doesn't Very, play upside defense. That's no. what. That, but that's what. That, but that's that's where Simmons came. Yes. Mm. That was his side of the field. Everyone got their own job. So Jokic is out here passing, yeah. scoring, rebounding. Yeah. Someone's yeah. supposed to be playing. Someone getting paid for defense. Yes. Aaron Gordon. There's not enough money for me to play offense. <laughs> and defense. You're not paying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the two-way player. Right. <laughs> okay. Mm. Okay. Let me mm. give, give me a two-way check. Thank you. Because right? I've seen defensive checks. When you can only play defense, I've seen those checks. And they do not look good. Damn. Okay. Damn. I, yeah, I've seen the Bruce Bowens check. Shit. Uh-huh. And I've seen the Ginobili's check. I'd rather take the Ginobili side. Thank you. Right? Yeah. I've, yeah, I've seen a Rajah yeah. Bell. <laughs> check. Leave Rajah alone. Leave Rajah alone. If you just leave Rajah alone, If you're just a straight right. defensive player, yeah. trust me, it, your, your value is not valued like that. Right. But we talk about this league now, and it seems like it's very offensive-driven. We've had this conversation before. So how, how can you not look past what Joker's doing on the offensive side, averaging 10 assists as a big man? But at the end of the day, you're trying to, they're trying to just, they want to try to justify, yeah. you know, not giving it to them. Mm -hmm. When we can do that to every player. We can, do, we can do that to every player, right? You're trying to figure out how not to give it to him and give it to someone else. Yep. At the end of the day, right now, it's Joker, Greek, Embiid. No, no yeah. Giannis. It's Joker. Joker. Um, it's right at, oh, right no. now, according to the folks in Vegas, it's Joker, it's Embiid, and it's Giannis. But those no, numbers, no, 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 those no. numbers a week ago... We're stretched now. They like, come no, on. No, no, no. You got to look at Embiid is third. Period. The Sixers are six and one right now. Embiid's been killing. Cool. You six said, and one. What place are they in? Excuse me. You said on this show, this very show, on this very plush leather couch, mm -hmm. that if they could become the number one team in the East, he they go. Yeah, but he's, he's not. not. But they're close. They're closing in. They're three it's and a half games out of first it's place. It's not happening. It's not happening. And Giannis plays defense. And yeah. Cleared. So they got they got updated MVP eyes. I got the legend bearing in my ear. So Embiid now has jumped to the front of the MVP, MVP race. So it's Embiid, Joker, Giannis right now. I'm just telling you, 12, 13 games left in the season. I'm just telling you. But that's, see, see, that's that's the Kendrick Perkins now. They run in a narrative. Yes. That's a narrative run. Y'all yes. can't do that shit. Yes. You can't do that. <laughs> like, yes. you can't do that. Listen, he was supposed to have it two years ago. We get that. All right? right. That's y'all fault. Mm -hmm. Right, that, that is y'all fault. Y'all can't make it up. Y'all can't do that makeup shit. Listen, you Joker, Giannis, Embiid. If you want to go one A, one B, and three, because he ain't two, he's three. Right. 
Right. Like he's playing well, congratulations, yeah. but he's not doing anything different than last year. Yes. Yeah. Two more points. It's nothing different than he did last year and the year before that. He has not made no quantum leap of nothing. Right. right. So you can't justify it. If you didn't give it to him last year, what is he doing this year that changes? There's no quantum leap. He hasn't done anything. It's like if he was averaging 35. What did he average? 31, 31 last year? Mm -hmm. 31 last year, 33 this year. Woo! The fuck is the difference? So they're all scheduled to play each other. Yep. I'll be at the And the sad part is, he gonna fuck Joker up. He gonna fuck him <laughs> he up. He gonna fuck Joker up. We not listen. He gonna do that. If this was about his performance as, as against Joker, the one-on-one -on -one match, oh yeah, Embiid all day. All day. But but we can't do that. That's not, it's, it's, it's about the 82 games and that's how it really looks. Yeah, I'm about okay. to wake up that dog. I hope Giannis is watching this. What, what does Freedom think about this? He says some bullshit. Some bullshit. Yo, are you ready? Do you and Giannis still have beef? Y'all cool? We never had beef. He was taking shots at you. No, he did. You didn't. See, this was a while ago. No, but it was. It was. I didn't say. He was at if if I'm what 40, 50? Right, that one. He was talking about somebody else. Because <laughs> it was like 50, right? And I'm like, I'm not there yet. <laughs> I'm, not I'm, not, I'm not there yet. Who's the beef with? So Gil, Gil you know, has some, some questions about Giannis's game and his improvement. Obviously, the internet did what they did. Giannis got a hold of it. Didn't attack Gil directly, but has some things to say. But we're going to get you out to Milwaukee, Greek restaurant. <laughs> you, Giannis, sit down. Y'all going to be like Jalen Rose and Josh. I I'm have, a better listen, I have my Giannis hats. And my shirt. If the Bucks win a championship this year, you got to do an episode in a Giannis jersey. Uh, listen, I just gave, okay. And we're going to get local kids in the community. We're going to take them to the little hey, AMC hey, over listen, here. I got and we watch one, it rise. Listen, they're one and we watch one it rise. You know, if I was a hater, I would have right. made them three. Right. Okay. Yeah, nah. Yeah. It's good to see. I'm glad to see that you, mm -hmm. you trended in the right direction. Hey, listen. Wait, hold on. Hold on. This is a quick question. Does Doc Rivers... Has does he have an NV player on his in, in his resume? Has anybody won an MVP in no, while he's been a coach? No, no, right? no. no. Mm -mm. Sorry, sorry, MB. Sorry. Yeah. So Doc's fault. No. no, I'm. Uh, Doc got an MVP <laughs> lineup though. We gotta at least give him that. So he got a lineup. He got the MVP yeah, I lineup. I was like, has he? I thought that was a tattoo. So the T Mac finished fourth when 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 Doc coached him, but we wait, Doc was part of that 0 and 20. Yeah. That was that 0 20 start. Is that a 20 game losing streak? No, I'm it was team. 18. It was with the Celtics, right? No, no. When he was with Orlando, when T Mac, yeah, when T Mac was with, with, with Doc was with the Magic, yeah, mm. but he Doc, did one with, Doc, with, with the Celtics to too. They was they 18 straight losses. Yes, when Paul took took the break and he went on vacation. This before they uh, traded Sebastian and them got yeah. Oh, before okay, yeah, 18 yeah, straight did. losses. Yeah, damn. They were, they were trash. And we're gonna, we're gonna talk about these Celtics in a little bit, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we call a tease. Make sure you keep watching because it's gonna get real spicy up here. But it's March Madness. <laughs> Rashad, you got the, you know, we always compliment you on the match your fist, the crown. I feel like the internet's really starting to come around and embrace the crown. Me too. But a lot of people can't get it off. They I think can't. that's what they're really salty they about. They mad. They mad. Like, <laughs> I ain't got no crown. What the fuck is he wearing that crown for? But you came through with the, the North Carolina, the, the nice jacket, the nice shoes, nice. clean. But we got to talk about. Matching. We got to talk about your squad. We got to talk about these Tar Heels. Yeah. Let's talk so, about them. So North Carolina, preseason number one. Mm. He was looking good. Y'all was in the title game last year. Mm. Caleb Love out here doing it. Cooked my Bruins last year, so I had to respect him. Mm -hmm. St. Louis, very young. But this season, 
finished 20 and 13 overall, seventh in the ACC. And, and to cap off a tough season, didn't get that NCAA tourney bid, but the NIT Trash. pulled up and said, look, you can keep your postseason alive. <laughs> but Coach Hubert Davis and the UNC squad decided to reject that NIT bid. Yeah. So what are the chances, 0 to 100, that if you were Hubert Davis and you were at North Carolina, you going to give me that question? You would accept a bid to the NIT. If I was the coach, <clears throat> We definitely going. Okay. We definitely going. We can't, we can't end the season off of a rejection. One, we got to prove ourselves. And if we can win the NIT, let's go win it, right? Let's just give the kids something to feel good about. Because a lot of those kids probably going to go to the transfer portal after this. <laughs> can't take that type of shame, right? Um, preseason number one, to not go to the tournament, that says a lot, right, about the culture of where the tradition of UNC basketball is. It's not big man school no more. You can't depend on Bay Coot or any kind of big man come in there to take you to the top, like Sean May and Tyler Hansborough and, and John Henson and all those guys. So now it's about rebuilding, rebuilding. Even though you went to the championship, you know, the year before, you know, Caleb played out and, and all that kind of stuff. But I see now that it's a it's a systematic thing. It's a culture thing. It's where the basketball is going now in, in, in overall college sports. Did y'all went to the NIT when you were there? Yeah, my freshman year. Damn. Matt Doherty. Freshman year. Yeah. Y'all played. <laughs> we, uh, we, we played uh, Georgetown and then Colorado. Wait, hold, can I show, what is that? What? I, when I read, I thought y'all were saying NIL. NIT. I thought they, Damn, I need to erase my notes. I thought they said NIL. They rejected NIL deal. The National Invitational Tournament, Gil. Mm -hmm. It used to be the shit back in this heyday. Like pre preseason NIT. Yeah, NIT. Preseason NIT. You oh, they have a. Oh, they have postseason. Well, what teams go there? <laughs> teams that don't make the teams that don't make the tournament. That don't make the tournament. <laughs> yeah, the teams that don't make the tournament. Sixty nine teams do whatever. Like the J, like a J yeah, JV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Damn. You get a tournament. You get a, you get a whole award and everything. Yeah. You went to the JV league. Freshman year, we, we didn't make the tournament. Damn. Yeah. Matt, but after that, Matt Doherty. <laughs> he was gone. Got he, that boot. Yeah, he was <laughs> the Lord reason why. You know, he was the reason why. But Carolina, <laughs> Carolina <laughs> need to make some changes. So wait, 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 wait. Hold on. So y'all went from, let me just, just y'all went from number one preseason, right? Mm -hmm. To number 69 and, not, damn. Not even making it. But it's the, it's the audacity. Is of, that like where the JUCO, like JUCO, y'all play against JUCOs and stuff like no, that? No, it's all D1s. It's all no, D1s. No, it's all D1s. It's all D1s. Just everybody didn't make the tournament. Yeah, they didn't make it. So y'all play like Pepperdine and schools like yeah, that? Colorado, like Francis yeah, Colorado. Francis and all yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, we might match So North Carolina, y'all. Yeah. Right? That school right there. You're going to keep Blue, going? Blue, with Jordan. Are you going to keep all doing All the Hall of Famers. You're going to keep doing this? Y'all playing teams like Santa Maria. You're going to keep doing this? You're going to keep doing this? Hey, I, hey, listen. I see why they rejected that shit. That's an are you gonna Are you going to keep doing this, my man? But I'll just say this. So you've been in that experience. <laughs> and for y'all not making the tournament, playing in the NIT, do you appreciate that? Or do you wish, like, fuck it, we just... Get the season over. Let's let's gear up for next year. No, you gotta keep playing. Yeah, you gotta keep playing because the guys, they they didn't want the season to end. You don't want to stop just because mm -mm. you didn't. No, they didn't. voted. You think they voted? They voted. It said they said they voted. That's the what players it said. voted. Did not to go. Players voted, right? I think 
According to North Carolina, Coach Hubert Davis had a say, the AD had a say, the players had a say. Didn't say who had the bigger say of the three. What? Because it could have been like a janky oh, y'all election. Soft. Oh, y'all ba- soft. Oh, I'm not rolling. There you yeah. go. I'm not rolling. I knew he was going to yeah. come around. Yeah, I'm not rolling. I don't like that shit. Hubert yeah. yeah. Davis let the squad decide. But I'll just say this. To your point, when you're in college, that extra check, and obviously NIL, so I can't really compare it to back in the day, we're going to want that check. As the season goes on, you get that nice check still. You yes. get that extra twenty dollars a day from the NCAA. Yes. You get the extra movie pay per view. Yes. You get the you get the they give you little um, gifts too. Yeah. The, little, they give you gifts. Yeah, they for, gave us a little DVD for player. For the JV? Yeah, for the JV. <laughs> I, I've never heard of it. I didn't so, go to college. So, so you I, make it to the, I mean, you make it to the national championship game, and that's how you feel. No, I'm just saying, you know, I, I always made it to the big stuff. Like, I, you know, we were number one, uh-huh. but you never cut like down the number, nets. Boy. But I'm saying it was number one. And then we was two. Like, I just seen that bracket. I didn't know there was a whole nother bracket for JV win because it's never been televised. But, Gil, did you play JV? It's on yeah. ESPN. Gil, Gil. ESPN. Did you play two? JV? Yeah, two. That's what I'm saying. I played JV, so I know. I, but I know there's a JV. I didn't know there was a JV in college. In college, yes. But if I'm the coach, as a coach, I'm sorry, you're soft as shit. Yes. You, you, you bailed out. On your responsibility. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you failed your responsibility as a coach. You guys are number one and you guys are not in a tournament, right? You're embarrassed. Yes. Finish off this embarrassment. Yeah. That's like being down 30 points and then you're in a game and the coach don't want to sub out, so you're trying to get a technical so you can get kicked out so you don't keep taking this ass whooping. Real talk. Finish the ass whooping. Not you. Let the kids feel. You mm-hmm. sit there. You, you're in North Carolina. You sit there in the NIT, the JV. You was <laughs> number one. And you sit there and let them talk about it. You yeah. win and you yeah. ain't smiling. Feel that yeah. so you know how to approach the next season. But to pretend that it didn't happen. Now, we're going to reject it. Now, we, has anybody, has any ever te- team I've ever never heard it? it. I've never heard it before. I've never heard of a team doing that. That's weak. Hey, hey NCAA, put their asses in there any motherfucking way. Put them in there anyway. Mm-hmm. If they don't show up, there you go. They got mm-hmm. a. They didn't show up. Forfeit. Let the world know forfeit. But sitting in the year, just don't, just don't vote for us. It, nah, nah, that's coward. Oh. I'm trying to figure out what the Carolina fans really feel like because it's not. This is not an orthodox situation where the Carolina fans don't get to continue to cheer, that's- even though you're not in the tournament. Like when we went to the NIT, they still showed up. We play home games. Yeah. They still showed up and cheer, and we could finish the year off right. 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 right? right. But right. if you don't, you you rejecting the opportunity to finish. It, it feels a little bit like they were they're potentially ducking smoke, and that was the whole thing. You know, you go to NIT, you get smacked in the NIT. Exactly. Yes. It's a but, double smacking. But, but that's smack. what I'm saying. It's like you you you're being. You, you can't protect, like at this point, you can't protect the name. Nah. Now the name has you, you're the only team in history to ever turn it down. Wow. That's worse. They're not the only team. There's other, there's yeah, other, other teams. Not big teams like this. Big teams. Get big so, teams? I'm saying big, I don't know if y'all are the only number one to, to fall out and do it, but big I teams. I mean, big, like big programs, that's like yeah, pristine. Yeah, we'll say fuck the NIT. Like who? UCLA done it before? Nah. I think UCLA has done it. We got to look that up. Let me see. But we are the first team to, to be preseason number one since 1985 to not make the tournament. Damn. Yeah. Well, y'all got to hold that. And you put that? Mm. Oh, I, I wore this just because I knew they was going to play. You must have read the shit wrong, too. You must have thought they were talking about NIL deals. <laughs> no. I, I, I think we got a chance to win it all. I've never, played, never, played, never, played, never played JV in college. <laughs> Man, I mean, it was an experience, I but I'm I rooting for college. Carolina to yeah. win the tournament. <laughs> 
We, I mean, so delusion. I'm delusional. I wear a crown. I'm just, I figured I'd wear this jersey and say, look, yeah. we hey, for New UNC. Support your team, ride or die. It's important. Now, meanwhile, UCLA, you know, I got the, the sweatshirt on. We're going to go ahead and get this, this dub tonight. We may, see, we may see y'all probably not. If y'all make it that far. If y'all make it that far. Karma, y'all both going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to keep this thing rolling. Now it's time for Mostly Fans. Mostly Fans. It ain't only fans. It's mostly fans. Oh, look at the. Oh, we got the good graphics at home. I hope y'all appreciate this. So we're gonna keep. We got two topics to talk about. We're gonna keep this one quick. So Desmond Bain got ejected from the Grizzlies Heat game Wednesday after catching Kevin Love with a shot to the sack. Look at. Oh, my UCLA brother, K Love. Mm-hmm. He got the grades now. Oh. So as y'all watch this, I'm gonna ask you first for shot. What would you have done if Desmond Bain hit you in the junk like he did Kevin Love? Um, I think that it was unintentional. I think it was a flop, and he's just flailing. He just happened to, you know, get him the wrong way. I wouldn't have took offense to it unless it was something he was doing before the game. Like, if he was, you know, intentional foul me before, and I know he was trying to come back at me or something like that, I, I'd definitely do something about it. But it don't look intentional. It just, I don't like K-Love. So I think he What's the K-Love be for? He went to, he, you know, we played together in Minnesota. I think he a punk. He tried to flex on you? Yeah, uh, he just said some shit in the Sports Illustrated article, you know, talking about I'm chip on my shoulder and all this other dumbass shit. Now, Ooh, I don't I chill with K-Love like that. So I didn't know. Karma, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, Brandon, what you think? Uh, that's kind of tough. I mean, as a guard, I mean, I'm not, as a guard, we're taught to go like, you know, like, like past their body, so it's like, I don't know, it's kind of 50-50 to me with it. Um, you know, I don't, but I don't think he did it on purpose, though, but I just still feel like it's kind of like, you know, as a point guard coming off screens, I don't ever do anything with my hand or anything like that. Yeah, you, so. you were quick and fast in their body, so. <laughs> I, yeah. You know, he, 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 he's, he's, he looked like Rambo, too, out there, but he looked like this motherfucker right here, just dull. Yeah. But so, if, if something <laughs> happened prior in the game, right, <laughs> And you about to turn the court. Let's say he hits you with a with a hard screen and you ain't see it, but you got a chance to get him back. Is that a situation? Am I going for the nuts? No. No. Nah. Yeah, nah. nah. I ain't going for the nuts though, but I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make sure he feel it though. I'm gonna run like, him over. Yeah, yeah, run him over. Yeah. I'm gonna run him over. Get him, give him a little, you know, knee to the thigh. Like if I'm driving, maybe high elbow to the stomach. Yeah. yeah. Or something. Stay away from the reproductive organs. Like, That's what I, I was I, Like I'm looking at it and um it's, was it a block first? What do you mean? Did they call it block or was it just an offensive foul? I think it was the flop. It was the ugh. Because, it, because if you look at it, the contact was already there before the finish. And, you know, as a referee, you know, you can't call the second one, right? Mm-hmm. I know, think so, they reviewed it. Like, then, so review it again? After the review, Desmond right, see, That's a foul. He's already blocked. It's yep. already a block. He's, already, he's, trying to, he's trying to get in front of him. He didn't. And the contact hits. Mm-hmm. If you call the foul right there, this aftermath does not. So the dick, the dick smack, smacks you in the gate. No, he doesn't have his, you know, he doesn't have his hand closed. You know, it's, it's still flimsy. Um, you know, if somebody's intentionally but it looks trying to like, do it. It looks if, like he knows if he nah, keeps it flimsy, we're nah, going to be on this show saying you, he don't have his hand closed. It looks flimsy. Nah, you've seen people when they're trying to I mean, to but Kevin got his knee out, too, so it's kind of like they could have knee to knee. Paul hit niggas in the neck. When you're trying to, when you're trying to, you, you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He ain't trying to use fingers. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. 
Genau, ja. Spanisch. So, we gotta keep it moving. Oh, shit. We gotta talk about this Richard Jefferson, Paul Pierce beef. Uh-oh. So, ain't that bear down, what you we, call it? Before we talk about it, let's watch the video. We gotta, we gotta see. Richard, Richard Jefferson. Jefferson. Oh, that's easy 40. Every time. <laughs> Every time. Don't even talk about him. <laughs> he's sweet. He's he's sweet. He's sweet. He's sweet. Sweet. He's sweet. <laughs> he <was> sweet. <laughs> Hey, look at the numbers, dog. Numbers don't lie, man. Come on. <laughs> okay, first, let me say this. Paul Pierce, one of the best players of the generation. 100% better than me. Comparing me to him is like comparing him to D-Wade. It's, they're different stratospheres. We don't even do that. But let's address what he said. Every time. Sweet. Don't even ask me about it. Bro, we beat you 10 out of 11 times. We beat you three times in the postseason in the conference finals. You want a game? There's even a Christmas Day game here. Look at somebody highlight this Christmas. We beat you by 40 in front of all of America. And I was a starting small forward. And then you proceeded to follow that amazing act up with eight straight more losses, including getting swept in the postseason. Now, I'm not going to sit up here and act like I was a better player than you. I'm not even going to act like that. But to disrespect and say the shit was sweet, I think your definition of sweet's a little bit different. Before, before we get into it, a couple of things. He didn't need to take the D-Way shot. No, that's, and then he said somebody that, highlight this like he wasn't that, the one highlighting that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's Arizona, baby. We're going we to make sure we get the slicing. We're going to get the slicing. Listen, listen. You know, as, a, as Bear Down. <laughs> Richard, come on, We need man. more UCLA Bruins up in this year, bro. Listen, listen. I didn't, Richard, both of your parents is black. When did you become a Frenchman? Man. When did you become speaking in the we form? Mm. Right? You, you, he said he, you were sweet. Like, you was guarding him. Mm. And he was mm. busting you up for 40. 40. Now, you wanted, basketball players always want to talk we, we, we. They always <laughs> want to be Frenchmen. They want to use team success when you're trying to do a one-on-one -on -one fight. Deflecting. Right? Deflecting. Yeah. De de just straight <laughs> deflection. <laughs> I remember another one. Listen. I came to YouTube. I came right here. This YouTube. I came to YouTube to to argue with a man one on one, right? Just he was just, oh busted down old YouTuber. He's just just deadbeat old YouTuber. Is that how you gonna vote? No, no. I'm just saying he's just a, he's a horrible YouTuber. Like I was whooping him so bad, just me one on one, just mm -hmm. whooping him so bad that he doesn't even like like you don't even see his face no more. He's more like radio, right? I mean, you know, you know, for him, you know. He has a face for radio, but... Wow. No, 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 he has a, Trust me, if you see his face, if he ever shows it, he has a face for radio. So when I'm whooping him up, he became a Frenchman, too. He's like the first French person I ever fought against. He started talking we for him. Like, we had a whole, had a whole group calling themselves we the people. We. Just a bunch of French black people. Right? Never been to France, right? <laughs> but they want to talk in we form. So I had to fight a whole group of them people. So I understand that, that whole crap about, like, yo, this is a one on one match. Richard, he's talking about you versus him. Don't try to bring in your nets and all of them. It's just one on one. He said you was weak, just like the person I was whooping on this week. Mm. Mm -mm. Who's a YouTuber? Huh? He was a YouTuber? For just you? a busted ass YouTuber. Okay. Just Man. busted well, YouTuber. Well, yeah, like you said, that is between them. But this is my question with this Boston team. Like, they, they, man, 
Okay, first of all, who's the most overrated championship team that, that you guys seen in the last 20 years? Overrated? Yeah. Like, the hype was... Yeah, 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 the hype was there, but it's like, you didn't really live up to it, like, like it was supposed to. Boston? Boston and Lakers? No, nah, Kobe got two. No. This Lakers. Yeah. The LeBron Lakers. What? The bubble, the hardest championship in NBA No, history? when you're talking about when no we're, home court advantage no, in the midst of a pandemic. No, when you're talking about championship teams, right? You're talking. I about think that Raptors team. How you too. get put together? I mean, that was to win it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To win it all. Yeah, yeah. Championship that won it all. Overrated or? Yeah, yeah. The last twenty years, like who's the yeah who's the team that's the most overrated? The last twenty years that won it all. That still be talking like. Who are you gonna say? I'm saying the Celtics. You're saying the Paul Pierce, KG Celtics with the Rondo and Ray Allen and them? Yeah, all, all of them, yeah. They're supposed to win more. Yeah. I felt like they didn't, they didn't achieve as, as – the way they talk is like, yeah, like and, – and You would think I, they won. You, you know, I would think they won like three or four. Like they did it like Bird and them. Mm-hmm. But it's like when you look back, it's like, well, damn, you only won one ring. Like, and you guys were the first ones to do this big three thing and, you know, have this team. And it's like, I get it, but it's like, <laughs> I don't. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Or are y'all fighting that? Like, no, nah, I mean, it, they were supposed to win more. Right. Like, I remember Paul and, 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 and a couple other guys making bets. We're going to win two, three, four. And that was after the first one. Mm-hmm. You know, and they never lived up to that. And regardless of the team morale and how the team broke up and all that. And yeah. Kobe Bryant was still alive and still mm-hmm. hooping. You know what I'm saying? But then LeBron goes and does his thing. Mm-hmm. You still got to play. You know what I'm saying? You still got to hoop. You still got to win. Yeah. Like you said, they they do hold a lot of that energy of. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Like I be. It's like and then it's like okay. Say if say if the Warriors didn't win it this year without KD, like it'd be kind of like you know it's like well you guys were only able to win, but they but they proved that they can do it again. Boston just never did it again. I, I, like. So I, I was confused, but we're technically talking about the same thing. So when I said them and the Lakers now when. When the team got put together, mm-hmm. you, we, French, right, <laughs> connection, okay. we gave them multiple championships, right? So when Boston got put together, two, three, four, because, you know, they, 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 were, they were all ready. They had a young, great group. Yep. Yep. You thought they would have pulled out three, at least three championships, just like when Braun and D. Wade got together, mm-hmm. right? We were saying, okay, they're going to have right. multiple. Yeah. They end up getting multiple. Yeah. Yep. Y'all didn't. Yep. Just like right now, AD LeBron, you only got one, right? So, you know, you know at, at, at that point where you're talking about a team being built to win championships, right, you, you have to say, I mean, you can say, you know, Brooklyn. There's Brooklyn Nets because they were built to try to win championships. Okay. Yep. Second would be Boston. Mm-hmm. Yep. Third would be Lakers because they, you know, you know, they haven't broken up yet. What, what about, about this Kawhi and PG Clippers? Mm. Sorry, no, no. No, bro, yeah, when that news broke, stop. <laughs> you don't like that word. You don't like that word. When that news broke during the summer, but it's that not Kawhi and PG not, were teaming up. Okay, it's the Clippers. That's it's the clip. Listen, it's that, the that was your. Oh, no, no, no. It's the Clippers and one. Doc was the coach. Yeah. Two. <laughs> two. Stephen A. Smith coined him as the champions, and at that point, he was one in ten. So, yeah, I was doing the math. <laughs> so, you know, like at the beginning of the season, you pick a team to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The media, not just Steve, the media themselves was one in ten. So, whoever they favored winning the championship that year, 
they was one and ten on that one. Yeah. So you know, so and then it was the Clippers. So it just it was they was zero they was they was moving zero and four. Okay. And then you think about all the players that the Celtics had yeah. through those runs of trying to win, like the, she, the, J.O. Okay, eight, so you know what you put, Shaq. yeah, you put it like, you know, now. Now when you think about the teams that they were trying to put together to actually keep winning, then they would yeah. be in front of uh, Jersey. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm sorry. They're going to fight you good. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. So you steal jersey. You can't get no chance. They still go back. <laughs> I will, we appreciate y'all pulling up. Hopefully everybody's bracket stay intact through the weekend. I hope that busted-ass YouTube is watching. And before we wrap, get, oh, let, make it smoke. <laughs> UNC. UNC. That's how I all day, baby. That's how I, I had his page. Smoking. Make sure y'all pick UNC to win it all for March Madness. We on the, I think we're like, Six, 16 seed? Is you got a 17th like seed. 17th seed? You picked them. Uh, before we wrap, though, Gil, this is two straight days. You haven't said you got to remember. I'm starting to miss it. You got to remember that I'm missing it. Hey, you got to remember when I busted up that YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> when I busted up that YouTuber. Messed his whole page up. Now he over there doing radio on YouTube. Leave him alone, man. He over there doing radio on YouTube. Leave him alone, Do y'all remember that? Why you messing with it, man, man. Leave the man alone, man. What's this busting ass YouTube? Nobody know who he is. I ain't got nothing to do with it. I'm just a busting ass. I'm an innocent bystander. I'm a pedestrian walking across the street. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. I'm watching in the bleachers. But we appreciate y'all tapping in with us. It's been another Gills Arena presented by Underdog Fantasy. We'll be back Tuesday. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.